2: Getting you ready for the day in sports betting. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VSN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. It is Point Spread Sunday, week number twelve in the National Football League. Familiar buffet alongside Mike Pritchard. as always, tweet at the show at VSN Live. At MI Pritchard, at Femi Bebefe. We'd like to hear from you guys, hear your questions, your thoughts on where we can find some actionable, valuable bets to make here on an NFL Sunday. 11 games, 7 in the early window, 3 in the late window and of course one on Sunday Night Football between the Cincinnati rather the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Coming up on the show, we got 2 hours jam-packed info. Eric Edholm, Yahoo Sports NFL writer talking all things Bucks, Colts. That'll be a full breakdown at 6:30. Then at 6:15, of course, our pick segment, eight of them. Between the two of us, rather nine picks between the two of us, it's Thanksgiving weekend, so we had to add an extra one on there, and we're feasting in this NFL card. 545 Pacific Market Check Division Odds Edition. As we start to get towards the month of December, the money-making month in the NFL, we try to find some value in the Division Odds Futures Market. And of course, stop, drop, shut them down, open up props at 530. And at 515, fresh fades. Last week, Fresh Fades went 1-2 ATS if you faded the teams that were featured, but overall, 7-4, so you want to make sure to take a listen to that segment as we try to sell high on some teams that might be reaching the peak of their market. But first, Pritch. How are we doing on this Sunday? Week 12. Where has the time gone? Oh, Femi, it's <laughs> incredible. I mean, we're talking about championship
3: weekend in, in college football. Now, crunch time in the National Football League. There's always a button. Mm-hmm. I love fresh, fresh fades. Cannot wait to get there. Um, but, no, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, the games today uh, are really going to distinguish, I believe, um, playoff caliber teams and teams that are, have the opportunity to make the playoffs. There's mm-hmm. teams in the NFC – that are just one game out of the playoff oh, yeah. situations. like, and, and you wouldn't think that they would be in this situation because they stink. <laughs> but there's so much um, going on right now in the National Football League in terms of, I wouldn't say parity, just you know, bad spots for teams that, that should win and then they don't win. Uh, and so they're in this, this, these situations in which, okay, there's, there's a lot of teams still in the hunt when it comes to the playoff. And mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going to use that. I wonder how coaches are going to use that this afternoon.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at right now on the standings. Five teams in the NFC alone have five wins. Mm-hmm. So that wild card race starting at Minnesota Vikings at 5-5, five and five, San Francisco 49ers <laughs> at 5-5. Five and five. And we'll break that game down here in just a bit. But five of those teams, the stack is so right. tight there. So we'll see if this is a separation Sunday, if you will, in terms of giving us a little bit of clarity in the NFC playoff picture. But I want to start kind of north, near the top of the NFC standings, uh, at least with one of the teams, the defending Super Bowl champ. Not the defending Super Bowl champ, sorry. We're going to start in the top of the NFC standings with the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. and the L.A. Rams. This game. Lambeau Field right now, the Packers one-point underdogs in this game with a total of 47. I'm seeing some twos in the market. Circa Westgate have the Rams minus two. Here at the South Point, it's Rams minus one and a half, total 47 across the board. What are your early thoughts in this game It's the late afternoon window over there at Lambeau Field? Weather could be a factor between this Rams and Packers game.
3: Absolutely. I mean, we're familiar with both of these teams. Highly familiar with the players, uh, the coaches on the teams, the situations that they're in as well. Uh, Femi, but when you think about uh, the Rams, like I throw out the whole McVeigh off a buy thing. I kind of throw that out. I mean, he's got a new quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, and the Rams all season long, even though they got a great record seven and three, it's incredible. But but they've been tinkering with a lot of things here, uh, and they still are. And, and I, I believe uh, that's going to come to the forefront in this game, this matchup. This it's a great, it's tremendous matchup. Uh, some high, highlight players for cer- certainly uh, headliners, but. The trenches is what I'm worried about with the Packers uh, offensively. I I don't know what they're going to do at left tackle. Uh, That's such a key position. Uh, Maybe Turner moves over there. Who knows? Because he has been a swing tackle uh, in a previous spot in Denver. Uh, He can play both the right side or left side. So we'll see what happens right there. But the Rams, you know, a team that's, Still trying to figure it out, but yet a great roster, though. An all-star roster. Seven and three, and, and so I'm looking at that one kind of closely here in terms of trying to make a decision uh, as the show progresses today.
1: Yeah, David Bakhtiari, he was ruled out earlier this week. Eldon Jenkins hurt last week mm-hmm. against the Minnesota Vikings. So they're two best offensive linemen, you could say, no longer playing. At least Bakhtiar, we expect him to come after the bye week. The Packers do have a bye week coming up next week, so maybe yeah. they'll get some of the guys back there. But even defensively, they're pretty banged up. Obviously, J- Jair Alexander's been right. on IR for several weeks now. Kevin King, he's doubtful this week, didn't practice at all. They possibly could get Rashawn Gary back, their best pass rusher, but just injuries all around. And Aaron Jones, their running back, mm-hmm. is questionable and likely to be a game-time decision, according to reports. So, Packers banged up, Rams coming in pretty healthy <laughs> sure. off of the bye. Yeah,
3: yeah, after the bye. And, and yet, just look at the line on this game, though. Uh, you know, it's crazy to Rams think getting about. getting bet. Right, right. But, but think about the star power that the Rams have. Mm-hmm. Von Miller, Hall of Famer. Aaron Donald, Hall of Famer. Uh, Matthew Stafford, probably a Hall of Famer. Uh, Cooper Cup is an incredible player. On his tracking that way, anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Odell Beckham Jr., the, the firepower. But it's indicative to me about the fact that McVeigh, and even though they're 7-3, and three, uh, laying a point and a half here on the board, uh, it's like they're still trying to figure it out. I, you know, I, The decision I have in this one was, one, based on star, uh, star power. Now, could there be an in-game situation, too, where I'm looking at? Maybe, because I want to see what the Rams look like uh, after they're
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You get two MVP candidates, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. It has MVP implications. Obviously, NFC, home field advantage implications as well in this game. I'm sure the Rams wouldn't want to have to go back to Lambeau in January. So if you want to prevent that, you win the game today as they are one-point favorites, trending towards two in most spots across the board. Staying in this 125-425 window, Sneaky good game here. Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. taking out the San Francisco 49ers. I mentioned it in the NFC playoff picture. These two teams tied at 5-5, five and five, and you know that this will be a big tiebreaker game come week 17, week 18, once the playoff picture starts to take shape here. The 49ers, three-point favorites, but that's minus 120, and I'm seeing even some places they're 3.5, including here at the South Point. Total 49 mm-hmm. What do you think about this game? The Niners have kind of taken that money as it's come off of the key number of three. Obviously, the Minnesota Vikings having issues on the defensive line and all that stuff. But just first thoughts on this game, Vikings and the Niners later this afternoon. Well,
3: originally, you know, people back in the, the Vikings in terms of against the Packers, remember how healthy they were getting? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, the Vikings getting healthy defensively. And now I guess that's gone uh, <laughs> several days later. It's a week, mate. Sure, sure. It's a week-to-week game in the National <laughs> Football League. It really is. But I, I look at the familiarity aspect of this this game from the coaching staff. I mean, Clint Kubiak and, and my goodness, Cal Shanahan. I mean, they, they, they go back a while uh, in terms of their daddies uh, <laughs> coaching together, right? Uh, you know, you think about the systems that they run. Uh, they're very, very similar. It's like I was thinking about preparation this week for both teams and how easy that was going to be because it's not like they're fooling you. It's, it's man up put your helmet on, and let's get after it because you know exactly what each team's doing. Who's got the better roster? I look at the talent uh, with the Vikings offensively, and if Kirk Cousins can outplay Garoppolo, which that could happen, maybe you back the dog in this situation. But both teams are going to mirror each other. It is is uncanny how similar they're going to be in this matchup. Now, they'll get creative with, with certainly formations and stuff like that, but they're going to run the same plays. So uh, whoever can execute the best, who do, you want, who do you want your money with in this game, uh, Garoppolo at home or, or the Vikings and Kirk Cousins uh, with all that talent offensively?
1: Yeah, no, it's going to be a really good game, I think, here. Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers, he is expected to play. He was questionable on Friday's injury report, limited all week in practice. They think that he'll be able to go to mm-hmm. Michael Hasty, he'll, he'll be out. So it'll be a big Elijah Mitchell day for the 49ers. If you have Elijah Mitchell in your fantasy league or in your props, big day for him as he's coming back from that finger injury. The Vikings, yeah. uh, or you in not want to play? Well, I enough. just want to say,
3: yeah. think about this. I mean, really think about the fact that Clint Kubiak's calling plays, and that's Gary Kubiak's son. Yep. And Kyle Shanahan is called a <laughs> place. And as Mike Shanahan's son. Think about that that's for a, me. The,
1: the family, football families who are pretty closely yes. tied together, obviously, their time in Denver and all that stuff, have they had a lot of success, uh, especially in the late 90s there.
3: Right, but it's crazy. <laughs> like, I here mean, we they are. They kind of grew up together, and yet here they are, yeah. opposite sides of the field. I mean, it's, it's crazy to handicap this one.
1: Yeah. Uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, Everson Griffin, he's out, mm-hmm. obviously, dealing with the personal matter. Um, that defensive line, I think, is really going to be just they got a lot of work on their hands. It's a backup D-line, essentially. you got right. Dalvin Tomlinson is on the COVID list. Uh, Michael Pierce, the guy that was supposed to be their nose tackle, he's on IR right now. Daniil Hunter's on IR for the rest of the year. So it's you're looking at second stringers on that D-line and going up against a Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. running game. The Niners, it appears, offensively starting to get things rolling, at least from what we've seen over the last couple of weeks against the Rams and last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So... Could be tough sledding for this Vikings defense. Maybe a lot of points if they want to keep up and stay competitive in this game. Uh, moving along to the morning window, Buccaneers and Colts. Here we got a couple minutes. We can break mm-hmm. this one down. We'll also speak with Eric Edholm about it, like I mentioned at 6:30 in further depth. But the Bucks right now three-point favorites with a total of 53. 0-5 against the spread on the road this season are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you believe that this is finally the week that they can outperform market expectations there in Indy?
3: Uh, I believe so. Uh, you, you know, a lot of expectations for sure around this game, around this game. I mean, the Colts are incredible what they've done. Uh, only two overtime losses in the last, what, eight games right there. So they're on a streak. And then Tampa Bay, after a bye, uh, can they do what they did last year? Uh, they got right after the buy last year. They went on and won the Super Bowl. Coming off a of buy that looked pretty good uh, on primetime TV. But now on the road, this is going to be different. Curious to talk about this game with Eric in terms of how much too high safety everybody's concerned about. Yep. And I'm like, where's that coming from? (laughs) It's not like this is a brand new coverage to the (laughs) national football.
1: This is this is like day one install coverage. Pretty much, pretty much.
3: (laughs) Yeah. There's cover two beaters in the playbook, I promise you. (laughs) Uh, but, you know, can the Colts find a wrinkle or two to throw Brady off? Mm -hmm. I I love their defensive front. I think they can apply pressure, uh, but we'll see here uh, in this matchup, a key matchup today.
1: Yeah, Bucks pretty banged up. No Antonio Brown, but no Ali Marpet on the offensive Mm -hmm. line. You got DeForest Buckner on the other side. That could be an issue in terms of interior pressure. We know Tom Brady hates to getting right up the middle. We take a quick break. On the other side, we're sitting in the barber chair talking fresh fades on a Thanksgiving weekend. It is Point Spread Sunday on the Sports Betting Now.
2: Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Point Spread Sunday on vSAN, the sports
3: betting network.
1: First bet once you get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. It is point spread Sunday rolling along from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard getting you set for week 12 in the National Football League. In about 15 minutes, we're going to stop, drop, shut them down, open up. Props. As we discuss all the props coming up here in week number 12. But first, it's a Sunday, Pritch. Thanksgiving weekend. Families coming into town. You know, everyone dresses up nice for the turkey dinner. So you got to go to the barbershop. That's right. You got to make sure you're high and tight. You got to make sure you got a fresh fade absolutely <laughs> there's that noise right there I, I got myself taken care of earlier this week you know mm-hmm. my girlfriend's family was in town okay. and all that stuff so I, was like, I gotta come with a fresh fade yes you do but also i had to make sure i was ready for this segment last week i didn't have a fresh fade so the the teams that were featured in here one and two ats for the fresh fades there so if you faded all those teams you lost a little bit but overall seven and four with this segment and the segment of course for those who are uninitiated is betters which try to sell high Make sure we're not betting on teams that are kind of reaching the peak of their market, which is why we call them fresh fades. And we have three of them once again here, Pritch, in week 12, starting with the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Seven-point favorites at home against the Tennessee Titans. Now, the total in that game, 43-and-a-half. The look-ahead line in this game was two and a half. Now, obviously, there's been some news about the Titans. A.J. Brown has put placed place on IR. Julio Jones is on IR. Derrick Henry, he's been out for quite some time now. So the Titans are pretty banged up. So that explains as to why we've seen an adjustment. But is the adjustment too big? And I ask you, Pritch, are the Patriots this week a fresh fade? I believe so. Uh,
3: I think they're laying way too many points in this one. I mean, the Titans, what, they're still the number one seed? Uh, and they have all these injuries. We don't know how the new offense coordinator, Todd Downey, is going to react uh, to, this, to this new wave of talent that they're going to have to have on display uh, in this game. We don't know how Tannehill is going to react either. I mean, Vrabel against Bill Belichick, that's a matchup that's been favor- favoring uh, Vrabel here as of late. Um, but Bill Belichick, uh, this guy has done an incredible job this year with the Patriots to think, to think, Femi that the Patriots were that close to losing to the Texans. Right. (laughs) And this season could be completely different. And here we are. (laughs) And here we are. Here we are. One of the hottest teams in the national football league. It really is about inches, man. It really is uh, that close uh, sometimes. So they got it going. But a 2-4 and at home, I I think they're an improved team. They're a better team. But I don't know about laying seven points, even at home. Uh, Bill Belichick uh, against Ravel here.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm even seeing in some off-the-grid places here, it's trending towards seven and a half, mm. so this thing is like, New England, obviously, they've won and covered five straight games, so people have been, if you've been betting them, why not just keep right. going back to the well? You know, I understand it, but five in a row, usually that's typically the time where you want to sell high or at least, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to bet Titans plus seven, but... Mm-hmm. you. I don't think you want to lay seven. Maybe if you like to play New England, you can play them in a different sort of way. Um, I have no play in this game. I'll try to watch that one, see if maybe something live pops up. But to me, in this opinion, I think the, the, the Patriots are a fresh fade, laying now a touchdown as with a rookie quarterback. Like with a rookie Jones quarterback. Has, Mac Jones has been terrific mm-hmm. this year, but he's still a rookie quarterback against a team that's won eight games. And I get that they're at home, and the weather's – it's New England, so all that, whatever you want to say, but, man. What's
3: Touchdown. been the difference uh, – who's the difference maker on the Patriots right now? Is it Mac Jones or is it the defense? I mean, the collection I mean of, to me or? it's the defense. Right. I
1: mean, that's like, like – Mac Jones has done – he's done well mm-hmm. in what they've asked him to do which, I mean, it will sound like a backhanded compliment, and maybe it is, but I mean, <laughs> he, but he hasn't, I mean, we, we've watched the game. He's he's not, he's not throwing the ball down the field quite a bit here. Now he's been efficient, right? but the defense is one that I think is really where it's been like, wow, okay, like Matt Judon has been playing with his hair on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, they paid him a big contract in the offseason. Everyone was kind of like, okay, maybe, but he's surpassed it so far just in the games that we've seen, the 11 games he's played for that team so far because he's been awesome, and then, Kyle Duggar on the, right. this back end, Devin McCourty, the list goes on and on of the players that have been playing pretty well on that defense.
3: Yeah, they find those gems uh, defensively for sure. Now, Mac Jones, uh, backhanded or not, I mean, he's playing like a rookie, but he's exceeding expectations. So, uh, Though that's, that's why he's getting all the hype. I mean, yeah. he's, he's efficient and he's not making those key mistakes out there that's costing him games.
1: That's the big thing. Yeah. He's not making the mistakes. And right now. They're a team that's built where, if you don't make mistakes, you're going to be Mm -hmm. in every single game with the way they're playing defense. Uh, The second team that's on the Fresh Fades list, the one Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) The Eagles right now (laughs) taking on the New York Giants this week. Three-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 45-and-a-half at Caesars. They're four-point favorites, but for the most part across the market, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, this is an Eagles team that has been red-hot over the last three weeks. We saw them win in Denver. Last week they won against the New Orleans Saints. That game wasn't as close as the score indicated. But just a month ago, the Eagles were three-point favorites in Detroit. Now they're three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in a division game. And say what you will about the Giants. They're better than the Detroit Lions. So I ask you, Pritch, (laughs) are the Eagles a fresh fan? Oh, this
3: is a tough one for me, Finn, because I I love the way the Eagles have played lately. You you talk about putting on that headgear and and putting some air in that helmet. The (laughs) Eagles have done that, uh, and they got after some folks. uh, 200-yard games back-to-back on the ground, one on the road, one at home against New Orleans, who, by the way, was the number one defense against the run. Uh, The Eagles were like, okay, so what? (laughs) I mean, they went up and down the field, uh, and took uh, the heart away from a football team. That was crazy to watch. I mean, look at New Orleans now. Uh, y- you know, the Giants, they have so much going on, uh, so much noise around this team, uh, and unproven players, unproven situations too. So you you would think fading the Eagles would be uh, a bad play right there, but uh, I, I, this is tough for me because I'm giving respect to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Do I want to fade them? Is three and a half, laying three and a half too much? Maybe the hook is probably making it more compelling than it probably needs to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, like this Eagles team, we've seen the market absolutely love them every single mm-hmm. week. It feels like I mean, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, by that, by as we get closer to kickoff, you see whoa, three and a half starts under four, or four maybe turns to four and a half. I mean, there's been games where they've been three point dogs and they've regularly closed pick. Like the market has loved this team that much. In my opinion, I mean. Fresh I, I, I don't know if you run and bet New York. I have a, I have a pick on this game. Okay. So I do okay. want to do let the folks know at 6.15, one mm-hmm. hour from now, the Eagles Whisperer is back. 7-2 <laughs> ATS betting Eagles game. Took the week off last week. I leaned to the Saints but never really wanted to play it, and my instincts were right there was the Eagles went ahead and won that game pretty convincingly. But this week, Eagles Whisper is back, folks. Okay. So you, may, you want to make sure you listen up.
3: Cannot wait for that. But real quick, so the Eagles have amassed over 200 yards on the ground three times this year. Mm-hmm. that's in college football yeah. that's not in the national football league is it when when you have a team that rushes football for over 200 yards three times in in, in a season
1: so i far. mean that's that's the stuff that oklahoma would do when they were humming you <laughs> right. know like when they, when they had a good offensive line those teams they'd just be running the ball over everybody and that's kind of what we've seen from this eagles team jalen hurts has been a, speaking of efficient play mm-hmm. not really turning the ball over we've seen that from him behind center there for the philadelphia eagles the last team on the list of fresh fades the Washington football team, they've won and covered two straight games. they won outright as 10-point dogs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And last week, they won outright as 3.5-point dogs against the Carolina Panthers. Now they turn around and are home favorites. Some places they're favorites, some places they're not. So it's kind of hovering around pick em mm-hmm. or one each way here. The look-ahead line in this game was Seattle Seahawks minus 3.5. Now we're seeing pick Washington minus one or Seattle minus one? Pritch, are the Washington football team a fresh fade?
3: Yeah, you know what? They're not really good against the number at all. I mean, not good at all, ATS, mm-hmm. and. and so it, they're laying a point, uh, prime time situation against perhaps a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, I know yeah. he
1: likes to think he is. but Mr. Unlimited. He's, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> uh,
3: it, I mean, I can see a reason to fade the football team here. But uh, this Heineke guy. Uh, Taylor, I mean, he's... He's he's, playing well. He's captured me. I mean, I I think about the comments that uh, were emanating from Washington, the football team. Nikki Javala talked to her. She covers him Mm -hmm. uh, uh, out there in Washington. And, um, you know, they thought that they needed to control Heineke because of the whole gunslinger, uh, the inexperienced aspect. But then I started investigating Femi. He's got the smartest man in football mentoring him right now. It's Patrick. Yeah. Harvard guy. I mean, (laughs) you think about... How smart he has been in the league and how productive, even though he's a journeyman, the ultimate journeyman. But the experience that he can provide to a young player like this is so valuable. And you're seeing it on the field at times. You see the gunslinger, but then also you see a controlled manager of a football game. Not a very talented football team, but they're finding ways to build confidence. And that's, mm-hmm. that's why I think they're a little dangerous right now against the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, no, they're getting healthier. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's expected to start getting back into the swing of things. Logan Thomas has been on IR. If you've forgotten about Logan Thomas, right. he's a pretty good tight end mm-hmm. there for that team. So if they can get him back, obviously Terry McCorn, one of the better receivers right. in the NFL. It's a it's an interesting team. Is this NFC East? Is with Dallas losing two of their last mm-hmm. three, and it can start to get a little interesting down the stretch here. But I think the Cowboys, obviously, the clear favorites to win the division, but. They're, they're not alone. They're not <laughs> they're alone. They got a little company. bit of company in the Eagles <laughs> and the Washington football team, but we'll see how those games shake out later on today. And, of course, on Monday night when the Washington football team hosts the Seattle Seahawks. On the other side, stop, drop, shut them down, open up. Props. Who will lead the league in passing yards today? We discuss. It is Point Spread Sunday on v the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VCN the Sports Betting Network. a new prop tracker now available on vsun.com for you to keep up with key nfl props head to vsun.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week follow the trends and find the best value track the odds for mvp head coach rookie of the year and more check out the prop tracker betting splits key trends and matchup data for every game now at vsun.com slash nfl it's point spread sunday rolling along from the vsun studios here at the south point hotel and casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Femi Babafade, Mike Pritchard, getting you set for Week 12 in the National Football League. Stop, drop, shut him down. Open up props, Pritch. Let's talk a little bit about these props. These odds, of course, courtesy of DraftKings. And the most passing yards is where I would like to begin. Tom Brady is the favorite at plus 400, and then you have Matt Stafford at plus 900. Kirk Cousins, 10 to one. Justin Herbert 12 to 1, Teddy Bridgewater 13 to 1, (laughs) Ben Roethlisberger 14 to 1, Matt Ryan 15 to 1, Aaron Rodgers 16 to 1, and then you see Daniel Jones, Tuatanko Vailoa, Trevor Lawrence, Jimmy Garoppolo 18 to 1. Where would you go Well, your money here? Well, there's
3: season? something off about this board immediately. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, 13-1 to 1 for the most yeah. passing yards? It looks a little funny. Th- that's a, that's <laughs> a lot funny, <laughs> to, be th- to be honest with you. I watch you go out there and have a day, 400 yards passing <laughs> yeah, against t- the Chargers. Teddy's going to keep us quiet. Sure, sure. But uh, there's a guy that's not on our board here. I'm, I'm trying to wonder, and that's Joe Burrow, um, mm-hmm. because he averages uh, 8.4 yards per attempt passing a football. Uh, he's right up there. Now, Kyle Murray's not available, certainly, um, but he's right up there with Stafford and, and and you know, Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr leads the league, if not close to leading the league in passing yards so far uh, this year. So, uh, I, Tom Brady, I get it. I mean, I, I think we could get a shootout in this game. Yeah, uh, Indoors, indoors, right, good weather and stuff like that. So maybe the weather is a factor when you think about, okay, Burrow's not even on the board, but Teddy Bridgewater's on the board. Uh, Big Ben is on the opposite side of that, though. Big Ben at fourteen
1: one, really? Yeah, surprising that he's <laughs> I would be thought of higher than Joe Burrow. Sure, Burrow's at this juncture in twenty twenty one, is a better quarterback than Big Ben.
3: Yeah, and think about the weapons that he has too. And they also they dump the ball off a little bit, and you know you can rack up some passing yards uh, if you get rid of the ball quickly. And think yeah. about what he's going to be facing with Pittsburgh uh, back on the uh, on the field. I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. back, T.J. Watt back. I mean, that you, you can expect. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers to to bring some pressure here uh, or to at least try to apply it. But nobody really stands out. If anything, I'd take a shot at Kirk Cousins uh, there because I don't I don't like the secondary for the 49ers. They're front. They can get after yeah. the, the quarterback. Uh, but again, I, I think from a preparation standpoint, uh, I think uh, both teams, Garoppolo with the 49ers, Cousins with the Vikings being very prepared
1: for this matchup. And he's got those awesome wide receivers, of course, Justin right. Jefferson and Adam Thielen. The couple guys kind of stood out to me here. Uh, Justin Herbert at 12-1. to Just because I do think this Chargers-Broncos game will be a little bit more higher scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, if I bet totals, I don't bet them because they just are evil to me. But if I did, <laughs> I would, would bet the over in that game between the Chargers and the Denver Broncos. Sounds like the weather going to be really good in Denver this week, or rather today, later on. And Herbert, that offense, if they can at least let him... start throwing the ball down the field and unleash him, I think he can find some success against a pretty stout Denver defense. I know Bradley Chubb is back. He's been recently activated off of the IR after missing quite a bit of the season here. The other name, though, down in Florida, Mm. Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars, I'm not convinced they can cover anybody. (laughs) And now on top of that, you have Shaquille Griffin, their high-priced free agent cornerback, is out with a concussion today. Matty Ice, I mean, I get that Calvin Ridley's out, but what's to stop Alomadez Zacchaeus from, from going off? Mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's to stop Russell Gage right. from going off in this game? And Kyle Pitts, obviously, he's one of the better tight ends in the league already. I mean, just think about what that guy's going to be like next year. Goodness. Um, but Matt Ryan against a Jags defense that just doesn't really get much pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be pretty vulnerable on the back end. I think that's a game there where I think that he can have quite a bit of success against a lackluster opponent.
3: Okay. Tell the truth. You just wanted to say that guy's name on air.
1: (laughs) I just wanted to show off. uh, (laughs) Uh, Olomide
3: Zaccheaus. Yeah, who is that? (laughs) <laughs> Where did he go to school? That's a good – that that I don't have the answer to. Okay. But I do know he's a wide he receiver have? for the Atlanta Falcons. Does he have a catch yet? <laughs> hey, you know what? Next man up.
1: You know Calvin okay. Ridley is not playing for them right now, so next man up for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, moving along to the rushing yards leader right now, the favorite, of course, won Jonathan Taylor at 7-1. Mm-hmm. to one. Dalvin Cooks plus 850, Nick Chubb plus 900, Najee Harris 11 to one. You have Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon at 12 to one. Of course, Aaron Jones questionable to play, um, so you have to make sure to look out for that. Austin Eckler 14 to one, James Robinson and Christian McCaffrey 16 to one. And you have Devontae Freeman and Elijah Mitchell at 18 to one. What stands out to you, Pritch? Pretty
3: good price on Nick Chubb, if you ask me. Um, I, I know Hunt coming back. You know how many carries is that guy going to get to where? Is he going to have the most rushing yards here on a Sunday? Uh, Austin Eckler is interesting too. Mixon, uh, another guy, interesting. Uh, Najee Harris as well. But uh, if you're going to, for my money, if I'm going to make a bet, which I'm considering, to be honest with you, Nick Chubb at plus 900. I mean, uh, this game against Baltimore screams at me that they're going to take the ball away from Baker. Yeah. Uh, and we got to get back to what we do best, and that's running the football. Uh, we're going to have healthy offensive linemen. Uh, oh, we look at a, a, a bruised and battered Baltimore Ravens front. Now, their secondary is so suspect, but they also do so many things with that secondary to try to help them out right and and so if you're Cleveland you you have to run the football then run the football and then you know what run the football again <laughs> and so Nick Chubb I think could have a volume of carries uh in this game so plus 900 right there I mean Jonathan Taylor uh against Tampa you know Tampa's going to be geared up to stop to run if they can
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's their strength on defense sure the sure run.
3: absolutely and they get after it they have the attitude now Devin White Little bruised up, but the guy is a beast out there. Uh, for Baltimore, there's no beast on that defense anymore. They're
1: all banged up too. So Nick Chubb, I think, has got a great opportunity today. I'm going to go down the board, all the way to Elijah Mitchell. Okay, eighteen to one. Yeah, um, he's going to get the bulk of the carries. Jamichael Hasty is not going to be playing today. He's already been ruled out. And of course, like I mentioned it earlier in the show, is that the Minnesota Vikings defensive line. It's filled with backups. Mm-hmm. It's like the second string defensive line. Everson Griffin is on NFI. Daniil Hunter's on a season ending IR. Dalvin Tomlinson's on the COVID list. You have Michael Pierce on IR. That's your four starters that you okay. were expecting to have to start the season here. And you have a Kyle Shanahan run game that has found a pretty a lot of success going up against Mike Zimmer. I mean, you think back to the playoff game mm-hmm. a couple years ago, the divisional round, they were able to run the ball up and down on that Vikings defense. I think that the Niners, just what we've seen from them offensively now over the last couple of weeks, it feels like they got it humming again, especially from a run game standpoint. And if Elijah Mitchell's going to be getting the bulk of the carries, I know Jeff Wilson will mix in here and there. Maybe they let Trey Sermon play. I mean, he's, I don't know if he's still in the doghouse <laughs> there in San Francisco, but Elijah Mitchell's the guy that I would take a long shot on. 18 to 1 on an offense that can run the ball pretty well, pretty good run scheme there. Why not?
3: Yeah, I mean, think about it, too, where you're at. Elijah Mitchell, 18-1. Christian McCaffrey, 16-1.
1: <laughs> I mean. Two years ago, you would never see McCaffrey at 16-1. No, 16 and not one. even close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, pretty banged up there for that Carolina team that's taking on Miami Dolphins later mm-hmm. on, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 o'clock Eastern. The receiving yards list should be no surprise. Cooper Cup is the favorite, plus 550 to have the most receiving yards this week. Justin Jefferson now has climbed up to plus plus eight fifty. It sounds like DraftKings is starting to catch on with this Justin Jefferson guy. Devontae Adams is nine to one. Deontay Johnson 14 to one. Keenan Allen fifteen to one. Chris Godwin eighteen to one. And then you have Jalen Waddell and Jamar Chase twenty to one. Kyle Pitts twenty two to one as well as Michael Pittman, Mike Evans, and Debo Samuel Pritch.
3: Yeah, I mean some interesting uh betting situations here. So let's start with Jamar Chase at twenty to one. Here's why, because of Blitzburg. Uh playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers all the years that I played against him. If you have a solution for the Blitz, they go vanilla. I mean vanilla. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about training camp vanilla. (laughs) Uh, And so Jamar Chase, who's averaging about 15 yards, I I believe. Uh, What is his average per reception? Uh, 18 yards per reception. It's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. (laughs) Uh, And and so if Pittsburgh, if if the Cincinnati Bengals can get the Pittsburgh Steelers into a vanilla-looking defense, And Burrow can have some time. You're looking at a guy at 20-1 right there that could have a big day, too. So uh, I I look at that one. I mean, Devontae Adams on the board, depending on how they use him. Uh, Jalen Ramsey has primarily played inside, Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe they match up with him off a bye week. And so Cooper Cup is always steady uh, to me, too. Godwin's interesting, 18-1, because if you do see a lot of cover, too, uh, against the Indianapolis Colts, the slot guy should – have a lot of yards should have a lot of production today
1: yeah if he'll get a lot of targets then the opportunities Mm. will definitely be there we obviously know brady has a really good relationship with god when he Mm -hmm. trusts him quite a bit there so i can see him going to him quite frequently uh later on this afternoon the guys that kind of jumped out to me kind of paired with justin herbert keenan allen i had 15 to 1 as a decent look there uh just based on what i think that game will turn into mm-hmm. pretty good weather and the chargers the last i mean i mean look at the game last sunday night against the pittsburgh steelers what was a 43 to 30 uh, something or whatever the score was uh or 41 37 i believe it was um so they played a pretty high scoring game there kyle Pitts, another one paired with matt ryan 22 to 1 if he can get busy against that Jacksonville Jaguars secondary, that's <laughs> not pretty good. Sure. Yeah, in fact, they're quite bad. Um, I think that's a look there as a long shot guy. Obviously, twenty-two to one for a reason. Mm-hmm. No, no saying that this is guaranteed to cash here, but as a long shot, I think that's pretty good value, nonetheless. On the other side, market check, division odds edition. It's week twelve. We'll try to find some value in the futures market. It is point spread Sunday on VCN The Sports Betting Network.
2: immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4k picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room find your perfect phillips roku tv today online or at your local walmart and sam's club
1: this is point spread sunday on VSN, the sports betting network The VEASAN Cyber Monday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 mid-season football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Cyber Monday, that's coming up tomorrow, folks, but today is Point Spread Sunday, and we are rolling along. From the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino Femi and Faye Mike Pritchard, Week 12 NFL. Coming up in about 15 minutes, a little game of what's trending. Start us off at the top of the second hour, but right now, let's look at a little market check, Pritch, division odds. And I want to start with the AFC North here because we have the two teams, or rather the two games in that division with the, all the four teams playing each other. So we could These odds could look a little bit different mm-hmm. in a couple weeks here, and here's why, especially that Sunday night football game, the Cleveland Browns taking on the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens right now three-and-a-half-point favorites, but when you look at the odds, the Ravens minus 130 to win the division, Bengals plus 300, Browns plus 450, Steelers 11-1, to one. and that's one of the more competitive divisions in the league right now the Ravens obviously leading it a game up on the Cincinnati Bengals but Cleveland at plus 450 Pritch their next two games against the Baltimore Ravens two games back now they play at Baltimore tonight then they have the bye week and then they host Baltimore if they were to win tonight they would be at a a, a, a wild advantage coming then into a bye than having the Ravens. Plus 450 mm-hmm. it's kind of a juicy price there. It, it really is, but think about the
3: noise uh, for the Cleveland Browns right now. The whole mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield thing, he's locked, lost the locker room. They don't respect him. Which, yeah. uh, looks I, like it wasn't just Odell. No, no. <laughs> I, I've been commenting on Betting Across America for three weeks now about Baker Mayfield, his inability to be the leader that this team needs. And you get rid of Odell Beckham Jr. because you're trying to empower Baker Mayfield, but it didn't work. Yeah. Because he doesn't have respect in the locker room, I, I think when his wife <laughs> says the comments that she says in social media, it's not great. You're not going to get respect in the locker room. I'm yeah. sorry, uh, and so he, he's got a tough road there. Now, Stefanski, if he can get this team focused, they can run the football against anybody. Uh, they're getting healthier. The defense is getting healthier too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, at plus 450, if you ignore the noise and if you believe the Browns can ignore the noise uh, and get their act together, plus 450 is not bad here.
1: Yeah, I think just with the fact that they're getting healthier, Kareem Hunt is back, Mm -hmm. Jack Conklin is back there. There's a pretty clean bill of health outside of Baker Mayfield, who will let you know that he's injured right now, actually, if you've listened (laughs) to him. Uh, Outside of that, they're pretty healthy. And I look at Baltimore's schedule. And it's difficult down the stretch. I'm right. not sure how the Ravens hold on to this lead. Now, Lamar Jackson, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, former MVP, like, he's holding this thing afloat. There's, it's amazing that they're even 7-3 and three to begin with. But looking at their schedule, they're obviously home for the Cleveland Browns today. Next week, they're at Pittsburgh, right? then at Cleveland. And it's like, that's a grueling stretch. Physical games, hated rivalries, and then... The next week, you're home for the Green Bay Packers, who might be healthier than they are today. And then after that, then you're at Cincinnati. And then you come back home, you play the L.A. Rams. And then you play the Pittsburgh Steelers at the end of the year. It's like they don't have a team that's below 500 the rest of the Mm -hmm. way. There's a good chance the Ravens don't win this division. At 130 right now, I would obviously never bet the Ravens at this current price. But I would maybe look at these other teams, whether you like the Cincinnati Bengals, or maybe even you think the Pittsburgh Steelers could possibly win the division. I think there's an opportunity in this AFC North when you look at the odds to play against the Baltimore Ravens just based solely on the fact that their schedule is really difficult down the stretch.
3: Right. Not only that, Femi, uh, you know, you think about the Baltimore Ravens offensively. They, They are slow starters. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is fantastic. He's going to get a great contract, and he deserves it. Uh, but I look at their roster, and that's what I want to do for betters now and provide this information. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at rosters now, uh, how many teams are really built into the 30s with quality talent?
1: Doesn't seem like a lot. Are
3: they in the teens? or Are they in the high 20s? Are they in the 30s, even in the 40s? Uh, you, you think about a team like the Raiders, for instance. A lot of people look at their frontline talent, but – from, from a roster standpoint, the Raiders go deep into the 30s, high 30s, with their talent, with their roster. Uh, and so the Ravens, with all the injuries that they have on this roster, I can't see them going into the high 20s at this point with talent. Yeah. Uh, and so you're going to have guys that are banged up. You're going to have to ask them to play through pain. Uh, they're not going to be 100%. They're not going to be uh, executing the way that they need to execute either down the stretch. So Lamar Jackson aside, he's a superstar. But even – I don't know if you can count on that guy. Yeah. at times because of the illness factor, uh, that the repeated illness factor, whatever it is going on with him. The Steelers, people don't want to buy into them because of Big Ben. They think he's washed up, but they mm-hmm. are, are improving this year. Yeah. Um, you, you think about the Bengals surprising everybody uh, this year so far. What if they win today? If they win today, um, you're looking at a Bengals team that's young, that's got a quarterback that people believe in and surprising people that, that you know their roster may be in high 20s. Low 30s, I think, in terms of talent. We'll see uh, how that plays out. But just evaluating teams that way uh, so far this season gives you a chance to make these bets on the board here.
1: Yeah, the Bengals right now, three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Pittsburgh Steelers, total of 44. We'll get into that game more in depth in the second hour here. But – excuse me – Another division I would like to take a look at here is the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Kansas City Chiefs, minus 130 favorites. The Chargers, plus 160. Raiders are 12-1, to as are the Denver Broncos. Now, when you look at this division in terms of just the pure standing standpoint, the Chiefs don't have some sort of stranglehold on the division. In fact, the Raiders, at 6-5 and five right now, a game back of Kansas City. Now it's a game and a half since they obviously lost the Sunday night game. So the Chiefs have the tiebreaker right now. But, of course, they can play them when they go to Kansas City. But the L.A. Chargers, if they win today against the Denver Broncos, are in first place in the AFC West. At plus 160, that's not obviously the best price. And you might even get a better price on the money line when the Chargers host the Chiefs Mm -hmm. uh, later on in a couple weeks here. But with the Chargers playing the Broncos, the Broncos can also get back into this thing it seems like such a tightly contested division that maybe take a nibble on one of the long shots and just, I mean, nobody obviously wants to root for injuries, but this the national football league injuries happen. If something were to happen, 12 to one seems pretty crazy for the teams like the Raiders and the Broncos who at least for the Raiders standpoint are above 500 and they're being priced like they have no shot.
3: Right, right. So not only rosters and the depth of a roster, look about, think about pedigree too. I mean, mm-hmm. It's crazy to think about how competitive this division is. And you have Andy Reid way up here. <laughs> and then you have a first-time head coach uh, and Stanley with the Chargers. Yep. You have an interim head coach with the Raiders. And then the Broncos, has they have Fangio, who's well-respected, but not as a head coach, more so as a defense yeah, coordinator. It's seat's a little warm, too, for and Fangio. And the seat's warm. And so, I mean, minus 130 for the Chiefs, it's like a no-brainer with that kind of pedigree and that kind of roster with the Chiefs, right? They, they have a roster that's deep. Now, they've had some problems and issues this year. Uh, we'll see if they've worked them out or not. But from a long-shot standpoint, the Chargers, they do they do hold a wild card, though. I mean, they got the win mm-hmm. over the Chiefs. They're undefeated in the division. They go 3-0 and in the division if they beat the Broncos today uh, and in first place right there. So, uh, and then hosting the Chiefs, like you mentioned. Uh, that roster, the Chargers roster— historically, has always been a deep roster. It has. like, I mean, I don't know why they haven't been able to get it right in terms of winning championships. Uh, they're always competing for playoffs, though. We know that. Uh, but this is a unique situation to me with a first-time head coach, though.
1: We have a couple minutes left in this segment. I want to bring up the NFC West, because right now it looks like the Cardinals have the stranglehold on it. They're 9-2. and They're on a bye this mm-hmm. week. At DraftKings, they're minus 500, to win the NFC West. Then you have the Rams plus 350. The 49ers 50 to 1. And the Seahawks 100 to 1. You can pretty much write them off in terms of winning the division. But it seems like it's a two-horse race between the Cardinals yeah. and the Rams. And if the Rams, who are currently favored today on the road at Lambeau Field, if they win today, they'll be 8-3 and three and a game and a half back of the Cardinals who beat them in L.A. But, of course, they can avenge that loss in Arizona later on this season. If you believe in the Rams, I feel like... Today is the day to strike. Today is the day. Today is the day to strike. Because if you believe in the Rams, you probably believe that they're going to win today against the Green Bay Packers. And plus 350 is not going to be plus 350 anymore. No. And like, so that to me, it seems like it's a pretty good buy point on this Rams team who has Von Miller. They just acquired Odell Beckham, whatever you think about him being washed or whatever like that. I still think he can play. Mm-hmm. Um, he just needs probably a change of a, a scenario here. But they had the bye week to get those guys up to speed and acclimated. The Rams team you saw last week against the 49ers could be a lot different than what we see later on this afternoon and if they look impressive and win that game in green bay i think a lot of people would like them to actually win the division over the arizona Cardinals. so plus 350 yeah that's that's looking really good it
3: looks good it looks good but keep in mind the cardinals 4-0 in the division and then also is that football team going to collapse
1: (laughs) (laughs) hell they don't even need kyler murray apparently (laughs) apparently not right and and so
3: (laughs) i get about the rams maybe maybe a shot there but i you have to also hope that the Cardinals collapse down the stretch.
1: Yeah, and and that's something that we've seen of the Arizona yeah. Cardinals down the stretch here. The Rams, of course, at Green Bay, but the next week, then they're taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, and then a Monday night showdown mm-hmm. in Arizona that will likely decide who wins the division. It's fascinating stuff to break down these division odds, playing a little bit of market check. On the other side, hour number two underway with a game called What's Trending? Here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.